Thank you for downloading this container shipping podcast from Coracle Online and BIMCO for October 2012. This podcast is titled Leaking Demand Affects Freight Rates as Operators Hesitate to Adjust Supply Firmly Enough to Match Up. James Hetfield may have had container line operators in mind when writing, Waiting for the one, the day that never comes, when you stand up and feel the warmth, but the sunshine never comes. As it appears to be a spot-on comment to the poor peak season in container shipping 2012, reflecting very illustratively the positive sentiment in global economics and container shipping that turned sour over the summer following a very strong start of the year. While the positive growth rate for seaborne transported containerized goods on the Trans-Pacific trading lane is supporting the spot rate level to extend its strong recovery from 2011, also going into Q4, trading conditions on the Europe-banned trading lanes are much harsher, as volumes are shrinking. In the Pacific, the US West Coast-banned container volumes have grown by 1.2% in the first eight months, despite the fact that July and August have contracted on a year-on-year basis down 1.4% and 1% from the same month last year. Should the slowdown continue for the rest of the year, estimated annualised growth will then end up at just 0.7%. Spot freight rates on the three trading lanes, illustrated in the graph in the show notes, representing in total 45% of export volumes out of Shanghai, have fared quite differently in 2012 as compared to the simultaneous paths last year. While the strong rate evolution seen in both Europe and US West Coast trading lanes until mid-year, the higher rates only proved sticky on the US banned trades. This pattern is duplicated for the vital US East Coast trading lane as well. For the moment, there is a lot of focus on the mismatch between supply and demand on the European trade, as the anticipated higher volumes during Q3 peak season appeared to be the day that never comes. From being ahead of the slowdown in demand by reducing deployed capacity on the Europe-banned trade in the earlier parts of the year, container line operators now find themselves caught behind by not having adjusted capacity fast enough to the drop in demand. The container ship fleet deliveries during 2012 have just surpassed the 1 million TEU mark, resulting in a fleet growth of 5.1% when you take into account the 216,000 TEU that has left the fleet for demolition. For the full year of 2012, BIMCO forecasts the container fleet to grow by 7.2%. While 44 brand new ULCV container ships, ships with a capacity of at least 10,000 TEU, have been delivered, just 37 container ships were delivered into the fleet of sub-2,000 TEU vessels. Meanwhile, the average age of the 118 ships that have left the fleet in 2012 remains as high as 25 years. It continues to be the smaller size tonnage that leaves the global fleet and tonnage that focuses on exploiting the economics of scale to a higher degree that enters it. The expected supply growth is constantly slowing down from the high point of 9.7% in 2010 to an expected 7% next year. Being instrumental in this positive trend is the holding back of new orders by ship owners across the board. For container shipping, this is proven by just 46 new orders placed during 2012. The industry is heading for the lowest contracting level on record, second only to the exceptional 2009.
However, the recent three months have delivered the lion's share of these 46 orders, with a handful of significant orders done at large scale, with four to ten vessels contracted on block. Just like the case of product tankers, the container ship fleet growth is actually under control. It's the demand side which is causing the headache. The demand gap in the container shipping market was created mainly in 2009, and it is the loss of that volume growth that still puts pressure on the market balance. The gap between the so-called trend growth, now, after 2008, and then, until 2008, is pretty illustrative of the challenge the industry is facing. Making sure that the virtual supply matches actual demand is the key to return to sustainable freight rates, bearing in mind that the actual supply is not about to get utilised at full speed anytime soon. Looking forward, the next round of announced freight rate adjustments are due on the 1st of November. Half of the operators on Far East to Europe have set a target on a freight rate lift at approximately US$500 per TEU. Some operators already see a 25% implementation of this as a success, given the recent steep drop in volumes and the subsequent mismatch between deployed capacity and transportation requirements. From the start of the year until May, owners reactivated parts of the idle fleet as the market was ready for it. Since May, owners have resumed the use of the idling tool to a larger extent, once again as a response to the lower demand growth. The idle container ship fleet stood at 550,000 TEU, 3.4% of fleet, at 24th of September, up from around 420,000 TEU in May. Alphaliner estimates that operators on the far east of Europe Mediterranean trading lanes need to cut deep in deployed capacity to reach a new market balance. BIMCO subscribes to this view, adding that it remains a difficult task to maintain a market balance when the demand suddenly contracts as fast as has been the case in FE Europe over the summer, leaving freight rates in limbo. Before confidence is restored in European consumers and European sovereign borrowers' ability to pay its dues, container shipping demand will be held hostage to the solving of the matters at hand. Thanks for listening.